Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. It's always encouraging to get into the Word of God, no matter what our circumstance, no matter what's going on around us. Yesterday we shared some prayer requests. One of them was didn't seem to be answered in a pretty spectacular way. The other we continue to pray for. But I want to talk today about no matter what your circumstances, an aspect of our lives, and that's growing. Do you ever feel like you're kind of stuck in a rut? Now, a rut isn't always bad. You might be in a place where spiritually you're doing well, you're growing, you've, you, you're, you're blessed by the Lord, God is using you, and yet it still feels like there hasn't been a lot of change in your life, dare I say. And this is what Paul was talking to these Corinthians about. It reminds me how God wants to have dramatic growth at various stages in our lives. It's easy to have that early on in our Christian life. Really, once we make that first commitment to Jesus, we begin to understand the love of God, we begin to understand grace, we maybe make some new Christian friends, get involved in fellowship, worship for the first time. It's like you can really feel the change. You can see the change. It's like, wow, I used to do this. I don't do this now. It's like, it's like we're introduced to a whole new world. And then it could be easy to feel like, well, you've plateaued, and that's really the word I would rather say more than stuck in a rut. I prefer saying plateaued. And God, sometimes that's the grind, and we continue with that grind, and we're faithful and we persevere. But sometimes God has in plan, planned for us a curriculum in which we're going to actually have a significant growth in front of us. This is what happened with the Corinthians. Let's just take a look at today's verse. It comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7. In the NLT, it says this, Since you excel in so many ways, in your faith, your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love from us, I want you to excel also in this gracious act of giving. By the way, that's not a typo where it says your love from us. I guess what it 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 sounds like it ought to be your love for us, but no, it's your love from us or the love that we inspired in you. Paul's saying that you saw our lives, you saw the way we loved you, and it inspired you to love others. But his point is, you're abounding, you're excelling, you're doing well in your Christian life, you're doing well in your faith, you guys have gifted speakers, you're, you're evangelizing, you're reaching out to the lost, you, you're growing in your understanding and your knowledge of the Christian life, you're enthusiastic about God, you love people. But he said, there's something else I want you to grow in. I want you to excel in. You're doing it, but I want you to do better at it, and that is in the area of your giving. And rather than talk a lot about giving right now, what I want to talk about is, what's the next area of growth in your life? What do you think God is doing? Have you been in a plateau for a while, and is God maybe wanting to break through to grow you or to use you in ways that maybe you hadn't been in the past? Now, we can't force this, but we should be alert to what God is doing. And if God is wanting to break through in our lives, move us out of our comfort zone a little bit, shall we say, cause us to do or try some things or be a person we haven't been before, then we want to be responsive to God and grow in that. Now, when we think about growth, I want to just do want to throw out 
two concepts for you to think about. Number one, God loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to let you stay that way. This is the exciting thing about Christian growth. Rather than get discouraged that you're not more than you are, or you haven't, you're not doing more, or you're not uh, more mature than you are, understand that God loves and accepts us based on who we are in Christ. Our growth isn't primarily, it's not motivated because we think we're a failure, a dismal failure, and we've got to earn God's approval. No, rather we grow in an environment of God's love, God's acceptance, God's grace, and we, we want to show appreciation. We want to, we want to let that motivate and inspire us. Some people in some churches, some Christian leaders, they motivate people by fear. And fear is a powerful motivation. There's no doubt about it. But I think there's a greater motivation, and that's love, and to be inspired by the love of God, to be inspired by God's love for us. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5 that the love of Christ controlled him. He concluded that someone died for him. And if Christ died for him, he wanted to live for them. And so likewise, my friends, today, fear, it's not a bad motivation. It's just not the best motivation. There's a higher one to be inspired by the love of God. Remember this, God loves you. God has accepted us in Christ. That should not lead us to be lazy, lackadaisical, who who cares, and I can just float. No, that ought to motivate us to say, God, I want my life to be a thank you note to you. I want to respond to your love for me by loving you in return. I want to become all that you have for me, all you've created me to be. I want to let you, I, I want to cooperate with you as you're transforming me. Remember, God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to let you stay that way. There's a second thing I want to encourage you in. When you realize God is working your life, well, realize God's work in your life, slow down enough to recognize it. That's important. Remember, I shared the story just the other day about the, the Lyft driver I had when I was out in Colorado. And uh, I got to talking to him about the Lord, and, and he, uh, he has faith in Christ. I believe he's born again. I believe he's saved. But he was just talking about God's not hearing his prayers, God's answering, not answering him. He's in a really tough spot. And why doesn't God show him he's hearing his prayer? Why doesn't God show him that he cares? All these aspects about where's God when I need him. And I'm sitting in the car right next to him. I'm saying, hey, I'm the answer to your prayer. You ask God to show you he cares for you. You ask God to send an answer. Well, here I am. Let's talk about it. I don't know if he was expecting lightning and thunder from heaven. God had sent me to be there and to talk with him. But here's my point. We've got to recognize God is working around you, my friend. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it. We are so aware of failures. We're so aware of evil. We're so aware when the enemy makes progress. But God is at work in ways that sometimes we don't see unless we slow down enough to recognize it. This is why it's so important to get into the Word of God like this each day. This is why it's so important to spend time in prayer, not only speaking with God, but listening to God. That's why it's so important to have perspective, that we don't get down and discour- down on ourselves and discouraged. God's working in you. 
You've come further than you realize. You've, you've, you are more, you're more mature than you realize. Don't get all down on yourself. Allow God to keep working you. He is and he will. Be encouraged by that. You maybe have some areas you've excelled in. And God may have some other areas in mind for you to move forward into. Be alert to those, but also go from strength to strength. That's what we do. We go from strength to strength. Once we're walking with God, he loves us, he accepts us, he's growing us, and he's growing us into new areas. And when he reveals areas of growth, don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Hang in there. Keep growing. God's for you. He really is. And he's going to make you more and more like Christ. That's exciting. Father in heaven, we bless you today. We thank you for the work you've done in our lives. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for your great love. We thank you, Father, for how far we've already come. And yes, we thank you that you've got more in store for us, more growth, more fruitfulness, more ministry. I pray, Father, that we would not be weighed down by that. Give us a spirit of of anticipation and excitement. Thank you, Lord, for this day, how that you're involved in our lives. Lord, who might you have for us to speak to today? Who might you have for us to encourage today? What new grace might you give us today? What growth might occur in our lives today? Thank you that you're active in our lives. You have a curriculum. You're building us and growing us to be more and more like Christ and to use us more and more for your glory. Thank you for this. We bless you. It's exciting to know that you're involved in our lives and growing us. And for this, we give you praise and glory. We dedicate this day to you for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. It's exciting, isn't it? To think that God has something in store for you today. Make sure you recognize it. You don't have to force it. You don't have to make it happen. You just walk where God's leading. Just follow his leading, my friend. God has plans for you. God's ordained your steps. God will lead you to people today he wants you to serve. God will work in your life to grow you. And when he does, that's blessing. Abound in it. Abound in it. He loves you just the way you are. He's going to change you to make you more and more like Christ. Hey, thanks for joining me. I hope you come here every day. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to the channel, like the video, and share with your friends. And all of us, we need a word of encouragement each day. Those of you who come here for that, I'm so glad to have you along. God bless you. I love you. look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.